What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by ashford.edu slash ham and the DraftKings app, promo code ham and manscaped.com, promo code ham and mybookie.ag, promo code ham1 and upstart.com slash ham. This to me is the overarching umbrella. This will set the stage. Hopefully Joe Montana will be flipping the coin at the Super Bowl, John, in addition to doing everything else he does. He tweeted, presumably from his home over on... Uh, over across from the marina, a photo of his Chiefs and Niners jerseys side by side, getting equal pretty cool with the pants and the framing. Like it looked good. Uh, the replies to that tweet are funny, and the third or fourth reply is like, "Hey man, why don't you iron that gear up?" <laughs> People are so dumb. Like, it looks good. Like leave him alone. Um, so a couple questions here. One, are you offended? As a Niner fan, that you are, and and two. Uh, do you really believe Joe is pulling equally for the Niners and the Chiefs? Uh, I, I don't, but I also think this. I can relate. I grew up like any diehard sports kid. I chose it, to, it chose it to be my life and my profession. I was as big of a 49er fan as you would meet in my youth. Single digits up to my junior high to my teens. As you got into college and then it just went right into football, I lost it. And I am nowhere near what I once was. I really don't. I don't. I don't own a jersey. I wouldn't fucking buy a hat. I don't give a shit on that level. I have no problem with the people that do. Obviously, you guys listen to this podcast. I want the Niners to do well. It impacts my business. But my days as a true fan have kind of changed. Now, I've known Adam Peters for a decade. I've got to know a lot of people there. I've got to know some of their players. I, I root for them just on a personal level of just people I like. No different than like, why do I? factor in the Bears well I know Matt Nagy why do I am you know Andy Reid hired me like you just the older you get you just change a little bit when you work in this business it just naturally happens well Joe Montana two things once upon a time was traded from the 49ers traded literally worked in the fucking business played like he was a player in this business traded away but here's the thing 
you and I were lucky enough, might be strong, but when the Super Bowl came here, we went to Radio Row and hosted shows. <laughs> and it's the ultimate shit show. And everyone cashes in. Like, there'll be random players there, right? Like, the McCourty brothers will be there pushing something. Anyone that's played in a Super Bowl or famous NFL player. Remember last year, like, Mahomes was there. It's just Baker Mayfield a couple years ago. Players will be there everywhere. But the guys that really, really stand out are people that had, they're famous from the Super Bowl or just this, the highest level of fame players. Like, to me, the guy that really stands out of the guys we interviewed was Dan Marino. Now, he was a little edgy with us, but he was probably the most famous guy or easily one of them in there. Well, Joe Montana trumps Dan Marino. And Dan Marino cashes in. And he think, I was thinking about this the other day. This is going to be a big week for Dan Marino, right, in Miami. Like, mm-hmm. he's just going to be a hot topic. But who would you say the number one guest, the number fucking one guest, not like that is playing or coaching for the 49ers or Chiefs right now, is going to be this week? Joe. So who has the most money? And he's notorious for being like, you kind of got to pay him to do stuff to gain. You don't you don't well, get that house out there. You don't get that house out there by Chrissy Field for doing everything for free. Well, one hundred percent. I don't blame Joe. This is all fucking a business. That, this this notion of like, well, Jerry's just doing it for free. Yeah, maybe Jerry has ulterior motives. Here's what I do know: if Joe just went like, now you could argue if he went scorched earth on one of the franchises, it may make him even more polarizing. But I think if he plays it down style. the middle, you don't you don't think that matters. No, no, I say it's not it's not Joe's not that guy anyway. Well, exactly. But I'm just trying to think like he's doing this knowing that every person talking about this game like he's the number one target. And what does that mean? He's the number one money maker. And Joe's going to make I would imagine for a guy that makes a lot of money this week for the last two decades. This might be his most profitable one in a long time, right? Cuz if you were a company, I would I would say, "Joe, who's paying you?" Well, can I double that to get you this week? Because you're going to be everywhere. Or not even everywhere. Like You're going to pick your spots. Like Go on the main shows, which you always would. But that might be a two-segment with Joe Montana this time. Like Because we are talking about the Niners, which he lives here. He's watched them. I, I, I just think that if you don't get this, and I, I understand why fans wouldn't, because I, I was driving, listening to the radio, fans calling in, pissed off, saw some Twitter. Like, this is bullshit. And I get it if you're a Niner guy, especially an older Niner fan. Like, what the fuck? But it's just it's just business. It's this, as I once tweeted to a GM that thought I was being mean to him, I said, this ain't personal, man. It's just business. And this is the ultimate when it comes to Joe Montana. This ain't personal. He's trying to make that money. And I don't blame him at all. So former GM. Um, former GM. Yeah, very <laughs> mad. I, I also just wanted to use that line. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I like that. So... Once you trade a guy, even if that's just business too, you lose the right to that player's loyalty and perpetuity no matter what. But I don't think the net 49ers are saying that. It's no, they're not. Fans. They actually replied to the tweet with a picture of Joe winking. But I'm just saying. Oh, as they a did? Fan, yeah. But as a fan base, the whole thing. Just like once you trade a guy, even if he's old, even if it's clear everyone would have moved on, even if you have Steve, you just open the door for some animosity which would qualify, I think, as legitimate animosity. And I don't think this is even about animosity. It's it's not. I think now, it's purely about business, guy. Yeah, and, and honestly, I don't know how much extra he really gains in t- just because he was a chief, but 
just the idea that it gets branded as the Joe Montana Super Bowl, which is how people are kind of talking about it. Uh, I say people, some people. The fact is... Don't you think maybe his agent or financial said do something like this early on? Well, you're right. I think it's branded as the Joe Montana Bowl. Yeah, I... I uh, right or wrong? The, yeah, I mean, it's it's more of a tongue-in-cheek thing, right? Nobody actually views Joe as a Niner and a Chief. Like, anyone who follows the game doesn't view him as, as equally both, right? If he went into the Hall of Fame and you had to wear a hat, there would not be any debate about how he goes into the Hall of Fame. But he also didn't go to the Chiefs and just – I mean, he took him to the playoffs. Yeah, right? one division. Yeah. Like, he didn't go to the Chiefs to just fizzle out. Um, Wasn't Willie Mays with a mess. And I, no, and I echo what you said about fandom. Like, I – for my sixth birthday, I got a Joe Montana whole set. The helmet, the shoulder pads, the jersey, the pants. Also got a Conseco. Um, but as the years went on – I also – but then years later, I got a Montana Chiefs jersey because I was – I just – I wasn't buying jerseys. I had a I had a Marino jersey. I had a Montana Chiefs jersey. I had a Steve Young jersey. I had a Shaq, a Penny Hardaway jersey. Magic. I just liked players more than, and that's long gone. Like somebody asked me the other day, "Aren't you so fired up for the Niners to go to the Super Bowl?" I'm like, honestly, the only thing I re- it was good for podcast business. It was good because I watched those games. But when the Raiders were good, I was just as happy to see their success because that was good for business too. So it's not even about that. And Joe's, Joe hasn't strapped it on for the 49ers in a long time. Joe isn't around the stadium to the degree that even Steve is, right? Joe doesn't do weekly radio hits with Tom Tolbert. Like, Joe... Steve's career ended for the Niners, though. Steve's career is the Niners. Well, yeah. No one remembers but No, no, Tampa. but, but, I'm, but I'm past that, I'm just saying Joe's not in it every day. Yeah. As a, like, Steve's just around the... Monday Night Football, he's been in a bunch of Niner games. He's just around the Niners. It's easy for that... Now, Joe lives here. We Joe were likes young, it. We, but you we don't see young. Joe run around in logos, right? Joe wears a black yeah. button-up. We were young. I, I, I think Joe tried and it didn't work out well. Remember? He was bad on TV. I, I don't remember watching the broadcast, but I don't think it worked. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't either. But but that's anyway, just not like your personality. I yeah, I, I'm with you. It I, doesn't I, change what he was or who he was. And, and I, I guess my point is, at the end of the day, even if it was Niners-Titans... I don't think Joe Montana would be sitting on his couch fucking waving his flag, putting on his jersey, pounding his fist on the table, and living and dying. I just have never gotten the sense that he lives and die with it. He doesn't live and die with the Niners. So, Well, I'll, I'll tell you this. There's one team that I'm probably true that I, I feel emotionally kind of – I get fanboy a little with, and it's actually more negative because they're kind of an embarrassment right now. It would be the San Francisco Giants. But to me, this sums up my fandom. Like, I actually enjoy watching the Dodgers. Like, they entertain me. They have a bunch of good young players. I like Clayton Kershaw. One time, I think it was when we were going out before you got married, and Papa and Flannery came out with us, and we were drinking. And I vividly remember BSing with Flannery over drinks. Like, what do you guys think of Kershaw? And he's like, we fucking love him. Bo- he's like Bochy's favorite player. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking love the guy too. And it's like, most of the night, like, I hate the Dodgers. Like, I don't think like that. Now, again, I'm a unique sports fan. I but, watch more sports than probably anybody, but I it's would- just... You change as you get yeah. older. If when you work in this, I, I get it. Like if it's separate, it's why I'm always cognizant of like media people talk way too much about politics. Most fans are coming to sports casually just for a little entertainment. Just you guys, you can't force all this shit on people. They just they're coming like every shut up and dribble. Well, yeah, they, I get why everyone's up in arms, but people are coming to They just want to watch basketball. Well, here's my thing, they, John. They don't need to get a soliloquy from LeBron or Steve Kerr on how they much they should pay in taxes. 
Like they, if they wanted that, they would flip it on a news channel. They just want to watch that. It's why the NFL desperately tried to get away from it because they all they just thinking about it like business. And I, once you work in this, you get a little Michael Jordan. Like, yeah, just I'll do whatever is for the masses to like our shit, and I want more people to listen to our podcast so we can sell higher rates. And because I like talking about this stuff, but I'm just. I'm different than I was when I was younger, and I haven't been like that in a long time. Well, I, I, but that's not to not. A, I, I know this is the the hardcore sports fan. The person that roots for a team is what drives everything. One hundred. Right? I love them. Buy they, the they are buy the hats. Listen to me and you. Key is really buy the hats. Um, but yeah, I uh, life's too short to watch bad. Te- like I don't. I am the last person that will get mad at a fan who doesn't. Well, you guys got to show up when we're bad. No, we don't. No, we don't. Buddy healed. They how they love you, then they hate you. Yeah, if you suck, they're paying money to be there. So, and it's not thirty five dollars a ticket either. So, yeah, I mean, sorry, it's part of the deal. Everyone signs up for. You make millions, and they get to not show up if it sucks. You don't. That's part of the deal. That's part of the deal. So when nobody shows up when the team sucks, that is there. It is not the fans' job to make the team good. It's the team's job to be good so the fan shows up. And so that's my sports philosophy. You like the Dodgers because they're good. Life's too short to watch. I'm not going to sit around and watch shitty teams. We'll start talking about the fucking Dolphins if they're 16-0. and like, Yeah, but I, I also think that it is a little unique for this market where the animosity and the hatred, like the Eagles, like they hate the Cowboys if you're an Eagle fan. And it's just kind of built in and bred. Like the Niners' rival right now is Seattle, and you and I have talked about this before. I think most Niner fans, which tend to be a little more casual, uh, even like big ones, they go, "Yeah, I love watching Russell Wilson." Right? Where I don't think if you were a Cowboy, you're like, "Fuck Dak." It's just it's different a little out here as well, right? Because I think if you went to most Niner fans right now, it's very difficult for them to even manipulate hate toward Mahomes. Like, you know, I'll be honest with you, I fucking love that guy. Because who doesn't? I mean, you'd, be, you'd have to be on drugs to not be like, God, Patrick Mahomes is just sweet. <laughs> if you put Patrick Mahomes on every Sunday night football, I'd be good. If you're like, oh, the Chiefs, what's their schedule this year? They haven't said it yet, but they're going to give them every primetime Sunday night game. You're like, all right, cool. I'm in. And if, if Mahomes gets hurt, they'll flex him out. But they're, they're set. 16 straight weeks. They're missed, skip one week for the bye, and that'll be the Cowboy game. Right. We got, I, I, okay, I understand. And that's where I think this week or next week, which is going to be, it's actually to me only going to get worse, right? Just the more media, the more different avenues, you're going to see more players than ever there this year, or at least kind of hear them just because there's so many avenues to hear it. And Joe of them all just has more, especially in this Super Bowl, in this Super Bowl, just has the most to me to gain financially, and this is a, he's going to gain financially from this week anyway. So I, I commend him. I think it's smart business, and and most people listening right now work in some unless you're like a teacher or something, work something in business. Like you can't if you can put your put on your money hat, it's understandable. And like you said, he did get traded from here. It's not like he got. It's not like he went out Bruce Bochy style like. I'm a giant for life type deal. Maybe he maybe loved Lamar Hunt. I was somebody wrote a story about how Lamar used to like deliver drinks to the players on the plane. Like Lamar would go around and give out drinks. Yeah, well, guy, I say this all the time. Like, why? I don't know who I'm going to end up 
picking or, or rooting for. I know it's just hard for me to root against Andy Reid. Like, if I, if I knew Kyle Shanahan personally, I'd probably like him because he seems like a great guy. I've casually met him, but never anything seriously. Put yourself in a situation in anything in life when you know someone, regardless of what they do. Like, let's just say you happen to know a singer. You know, just someone knows like a singer. You're like, uh, I'm friends with Dirks Bentley. Let's just, I'm just randomly picking. No, go him. with Chase Rice because of what's happening next week on The Bachelor. Okay, let's go. Let's go. But I just, I want to go a guy a little more famous. Okay. Like, you know, Dirks, I don't even know if that's a good one, but like Jason Aldean or fucking uh, Justin Bieber or whatever. And you just like him. You obviously just root for their success. It's just when you know someone, it's easy to root for their success. Especially if you knew them. And they're just nice. If if people treat you well, how often do you meet someone that you like and you're like, yeah, I'm happy for when things go well in that guy's life or that girl's life. Just human nature. Mm -hmm. So like you said, like what if Joe's, you know, uh, time in Kansas City, I'm sure he's gone on record before. I don't know that, but it it didn't go bad. Like if he really liked the owner and had a good time, like it was a positive experience in the guy's life. What if that franchise means? Like, he has a personal connection to that franchise. The fucking Niners, like you said, sent him there. He didn't like, you know, I want to be a cheat. You guys fucking traded him there. Bill yeah. fucking Walsh did. You don't, you don't get to complain if they oh. end up liking it. But I also think then you factor in, like, he's not just randomly doing this. There's a lot of money on the line. When you figure that out, you're like, okay, it makes sense. And I, I actually think, luckily, we have a lot of smart listeners. It's pretty understandable. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 